Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. All right, two o'clock AZ time, which I found out recently is the same as Mountain Time and Pacific Time, all in the same time zone. That's what's really cool about Tucson, I think. Um, but if it's five o'clock Eastern and it's Thursday, or if it's two o'clock Pacific, you're listening to the QBO show. Happy to have you on board. Uh, it's Woody Adams here with Intuit, and while a product specialist and employed by Intuit, Intuit is not affiliated with the show. And anything I say or do, or any of my beliefs or whatever that I happen to share might not necessarily reflect those of Intuit. So just wanted to clear that, get out of the way. Of course, yes, my voice is pretty pretty terrible, but you should have heard it at 730 uh, this morning. And then at 11 o'clock later, I, I, I can't tell if it's getting better or worse. But I was thinking I probably should take my guitar down to like a street corner and play. I'd probably sound really good because I'm not really a singer, but today I might. Stacy is at uh, doing QBO cert events for firms in the Iowa area. So she's with Natasha Gorman from Intuit, and they're having a blast. So she's there all day. And since we missed last week, we really wanted to do a show this week, regardless of my uh, health status. And we're also excited because <clears throat> Valerie Heckman, colleague and friend with Intuit, you know, and a, a well-known product specialist there. And uh, we're doing the same work for about three or four years anyway. She's going she's gonna to be on and, and help dissect, you know, the latest update to QBO. So I just wanted to welcome her, if that's all right. Uh, Val, first off, how's it going? And thanks for uh, taking the time out of your busy afternoon to, to join us for like 30 minutes or so. Hey there. Thank you so much for having me. And I'll try and do the majority of the talking so you can rest your voice. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been I've been up to a lot. We've been, now that we're out of tax season, a lot of um, firms and accountants are, you know, looking to get more education. So we've been pretty busy and... Um, yeah, ha- happy to join you today. Um, I do agree that you probably could make a few bucks if you went and played your guitar somewhere. You kind of have a bit of a, a Tom Waits thing going on or something. So, <laughs> um, no, really, Woody, well, I, thanks, I hope that you feel better. And again, th- thanks for your time today. I know you've already done several webinars today, so um, but your voice sounds awesome. And today, one of the events you did, and by the way, Valerie's based in the Chicago, in the Chicago area, so pretty cool. Um, and one of the events you, oh, and I forgot to tell you, I name dropped your town on the Whipley uh, event this morning, you know, cause it's like Naperville, I guess. And I, I, I wouldn't have known the name without you moving there or something. Is that still correct? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm in the Chicago suburb of Naperville now. So I've, I've moved around a bit, um, recently, but yeah, I'll, I'll settled in and, uh, cool. Yeah. I've been to Whipley nice. a couple of times in person. Since they're not too far away, one of their offices anyway. Um, but yeah, so no, earlier beautiful. today I um, spent some time talking to a couple firms about um, updates in QuickBooks Online Accountant and QuickBooks Online. So today uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that that's kind of been the topic of the day today. I've gotten to talk about it a few times. Uh, let's talk about the first thing that you showed them they're pretty excited about, and it's it should be in all QBOAs now. I mean, I finally got it in all of mine this week. I think it was Monday or Tuesday when I noticed it. I think we're done phasing it out. And we've actually had one of the uh, product managers for work or the, or the practice management on the show. I think Stacy was on with her uh, several weeks ago, kind of giving an overview. But you've been diving in a lot uh, with it. And, and so 
explain what that is about and, and also the, the, you know, the my accountant tab that accountants might see now in the client file be like, what's that about, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. So um, we've been really busy at work adding functionality to QuickBooks Online Accountant for practice management. And um, part of that is this new work tab that you'll see when you're in QBOA, when you're looking at your client list. On the left-hand side below team and pro advisor, you're going to see a link for work. And when you come into that for the first time, it's going to let you know, hey, we've got this new practice management component and you can create projects. Um, from here. So there's a couple different elements to this. The first one is being able to actually create projects and manage those within the firm. Um, so what, what does that mean? What does that look like? So maybe I have um, the need to go into a certain client's account and connect with their bank feed and start working with that. Or maybe they need a bank reconciliation. Um, I can create that as a project to you know, get the bank account set up. And I can create individual tasks within that project. And I'm using bank recs and banking as an example, but this could be used in a variety of different ways. Um, so when I go in to create a project, I'm giving it a name. I'm assigning um, what client this project is for, what the due date is, who on my team of users in QBOA is going to be um, responsible for that project. So maybe that's me, maybe that's somebody on my staff. And then I set up a initial status so most of the time that's going to be to do but you can in progress or maybe there's something that's blocking it from getting completed um, and then eventually of course you'd change it to done when it's complete and then you list details and again kind of setting up individual tasks you know maybe a component of this project needs to be done on monday and then on wednesday something else that needs to happen and friday at the end of the week uh, so you can set those up now we kind of fill in a grid that shows you what's going on today, this week, next week, next 30 days. Um, you can change from that grid view to more of a list view, which I think, what do you prefer, right? Yeah, I was uh, going to ask you if there's a, it was funny, I was looking at grid, and if you, because if you have a lot of people, that dashboard's going to really fill up. So I was like, hey, where's the list thing? And then all of a sudden, one day on the right, right, there's this like, icon in the upper right you can you can click to, for list view right yeah yeah so the list view is awesome in the list view that you can also check off to see completed items which i really like because you know uh, sure. if you want to check in see what your staff has done already what still needs to be done it's pretty easy um, both of these views have the option to filter by a certain client or a certain team member or a certain type of uh, thing if it's a project or a task um, so there's a lot of ways to kind of configure this, to look at it, see what needs to be done, see what's been done already. Um, and I think that's pretty exciting. I, the firms I was talking to earlier were both um, smaller firms, and they were really excited because, you know, today they might be using a dry erase board or some kind of internal shared calendar kind of thing. Um, so this is a, a great alternative to that. And it's right within QBOA and QBO. Um, the other thing that's cool is it also has a little toggle to bring in to do items from QuickBooks. Um, so today that typically yeah. is going to show you payroll items that are due and bank transactions that need to be accepted. And I know um, from talking to one of the project managers, it sounds like they're kind of deciding in the future what other types of things might pull in as to do items. So like I was thinking maybe recurring transaction reminders or something like that. Um, so, you know, keep an eye out for that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, 
yeah, that would be really cool. I, I've been noticing that where you can turn off the stuff from QBO. And, and recently, it used to just be payroll, right? And then recently, we just added that the stuff you would see on the client dashboard at QBOA, right? Like unaccepted transactions. I think that's the newest Yeah, one. exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So okay. I think um, that's, that's really cool. You know, now, I got a question. When you're trying to close out a uh, like a completed project and it has multiple tasks, you have to close out all the tasks first, right, before you kill the project? Right, yeah. So if you've got a task okay. and you're saying, okay, by, um, you know, May 31st, we want a new QBO client book to be completely set up. Um, so maybe I set up individual tasks to um, prepare the QuickBooks desktop file for conversion, to actually perform the conversion, and then to go up and set up online banking and users and those types of things. So if I had like a whole list of different tasks, I might say, you know, some of those things I definitely want done on Tuesday. We told the client Tuesday is when we're going to be done converting the file. Um, but maybe we, you know, want to give ourselves a couple days to set up the other things. You just want to, for the whole project to be marked as complete, mark those individual tasks as done. I think that makes sense. Yeah, totally. No, that's great. And again, I love the list view. That was a, a huge win. Um, and, and yeah, I'm looking that's forward, you know, just the be, way my brain likes to see this kind of information. I think that you and I are the yeah. same in that regard. Um, and then the other piece of this that's really exciting, um, you know, we used to have a document management in QBOA, um, but, you know, people always kind of gave us feedback on it. They wanted to do a little bit more. They're confused on how to get it set up. Um, and so we've built kind of a new requests for documents or just a way to kind of request information from clients. You don't necessarily have to have documents attached to it. Uh, and that is part of this new functionality as well. So next to the option for creating a project, you'll also see an option for client requests. And with client requests, um, I can just sort of fill out what information I'd like from my client, uh, if I want to send them a document or if I'm just, you know, expecting that they're going to send me something. And then when they get that um, request, they've got that option to upload or just respond to it. So you can have a conversation back and forth, you can upload documents, share things that way. And um, what's a lot different from the way that we did this in the past, that you might remember we discontinued last year, um, what's different with this new version is that there is a My Accountant spot in QBO now for your clients where they can communicate back and forth and upload the documents and actually see the documents that have been shared. Um, so as an accountant, you can go into their, you know, client profile and see the shared documents. But when you're in um, QBO itself, there's that My Accountant tab. And uh, I think that that's really, really cool. You can get those status updates. When you're requesting something from a client, uh, you have the option to email notify them and publish it to oh, nice. QuickBooks or just publish it to QuickBooks itself. So you don't have to email them these types of things if you don't want to. Yeah. You know, I've been finding that. I, I don't want to see the email, so I've been turning that off. I think it defaults to on the – but what are, what are you hearing, like, from the demo today? To, the, the, are you finding people go one way or the other on that one? Oh, I haven't gotten a ton of feedback on that. I did have someone ask me, though, like, 
you know, does does the client need to be emailed about this, or can we just do all of that in QBO? Um, I guess it kind of depends on your client. You know, some would prefer that all of that stays outside of the email world, uh, and so I like that we kind of give that that option either way. Um, when you create one of these client requests, it does put an item on the grid so that you can see right. when the client has actually uploaded the document or if they commented and you can have that conversation back and forth. You know, maybe maybe it's, um, I don't know, I send my client something, we need a W-9 for this new employee that you have. And then they say, well, I don't have a W-9 form, where do I get one? So you send them a blank one and then they could have the employee fill it out and then send it back to you and kind of keep all of that within um, QBO. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but the client cannot initiate a, a file share, right? It, it has to come from a team member in QBA from the work page. Today, yeah, that's, that's the case, um, I believe. Now, yeah. now I'm wondering, I'm second guessing, because I think, yeah, that you kind of got to initially say, hey, we need this. Because yeah. if I go into yeah. my accountant tab and they haven't, requested anything yet it just kind of asks tells me that hey your accountant has access and can request things from you um so maybe that's something that'll be down the road i'm not 100 percent sure that's cool and um something no we can't really share but there's some cool stuff coming to it that, that for sure i think that they're working on and it would make most sense for a you know a task management solution but i think it's awesome it's in qba and not like some third-party app. I like the fact that it's built in and just part, you know, just another tab on the left um, and kind of our own homegrown solution within QBA. Exactly. And you can choose whether or not you use it and how you utilize it. Um, I was recommending to a firm the other day, you know, hey, try this out with maybe one client um, and see what you think and then maybe introduce it as a, a firm-wide kind of solution. Um, yeah. Something that I did learn when you're creating a project, you can assign it to clients that you may have um, in your QBO file or in your QBOA rather that don't have QuickBooks online. Like if you've added a client but you didn't sign them up for any products yet, if they're just on your list. Um, but when it comes to the client requests, those are exclusively for clients that you have using QBO, which totally makes sense, right? Because they have to go into QuickBooks online to upload a document and those are managed within that account. But projects, you could totally, I mean, my example of, hey, we're setting up a client that doesn't have QBO yet, um, that could be one of your tasks, right, is to set up their subscription and, and uh, do all those things, add them to your wholesale bill, whatever. Yeah, and I like the, you know, a lot of, like you said, a lot of firms will put the desktop clients on there just to like, especially if they're using the firm books file to invoice them, so it's good to have them on the list. and. But you can't file share with non-QBO sub-clients. I noticed that, too. Yeah. So, cool. Right on. Um, so, oh, and what do you think, in your opinion, is, you know, the best fit size firm for this right now with, with version one of the practice management QBA? Um, I would say that that grid can fill up 
pretty quick if you've got a lot of team members that you're managing. So I think that it was really kind of built, at least in this initial stage for the smaller firms, you know, maybe if you've got uh, five, 10 employees, um, even 10 may, may get this, you know, kind of busy after a while. The list view might be easier with that, but I think that, um, yeah, five, around five is probably the sweet spot. Okay, no, that's and great. And chances are, that, if you're a firm, you've got some kind of program that you're already using. So this is really, yeah. you know, for the firms that don't have any type of <laughs> type of way of managing that kind of those kind of tasks. <laughs> right, right. Or using Excel or something or whiteboards. Yeah, I, I think that's a reasonable expectation. So and, and it's going to grow. So that's awesome. Um, but for what it does right now, it's working great. I've been having really good success with it. I, I've actually been logging all of my uh, weekly, like webinars and stuff, and meetings using it. I just tag it to some Intuit, you know, non-QBO file, and that way, you know, it's it's kind of like Outlook inside of my QBA, if you will. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, yeah. I've noticed that you're doing that, and that accounts that we both have access to. Um, and I think that yeah. you know. Um, as this evolves in the future um, there might be more functionality but if somebody is looking at this and saying wow you know this is really really cool but we want it to do xyz um, remember you know there's a spot under the gear to leave feedback I know this is a big point of focus for our QBOA team right now so uh, I'm sure they'll be checking for that kind of feedback and then also if you really do need something that's way robust um, there's a lot of cool apps in the ecosystem so if you look at you know um, that kind of thing on apps.com you're searching for project management or uh, you know accounting practice management type solutions there's some really cool ones out there oh totally <clears throat> yeah many um, so let's move on from the practice management um, I did want to mention I know you're you have an affinity for the payroll so I was going to have you cover that, but before, which is related to the payroll enhancement, the Valerie will break down in a sec. Uh, time tracking that historically has only been in plus, you'll start to notice that in essentials. When you click on the plus sign, I've been seeing it in, in the essentials uh, file that is in one of Stacy's realms. One of her clients has <clears throat> essentials, of course. So, under the plus sign, you know, there's the single activity time and then the weekly timesheet. And and there are settings, relatable settings, to pass it through to an invoice. So I think that's cool. Have you seen that too, Valerie, the time tracking in there, essentials? I have, yeah. And um, the other thing is time tracking only users in plus. Um, pretty soon, I don't think that everybody's got this yet, but they'll be able to um, – pull up the time tracking on mobile devices. Uh, so, you know, there's still not like a clock in, clock out, but they can go in and put in their timesheets uh, that way. That's pretty cool. I don't know if they're going to start having reports <coughs> or, excuse me, time tracking only users in essentials. I don't believe so, but at least going in and, and signing in and being able to do that in both versions is pretty awesome. Yeah. No, that's cool. I did not see them as a managed user option in the essentials file. I did see the related time reports, which was cool. And so they kind of just did all that without the time tracking users and essentials. But I did not. I forgot about the the mobile app. Uh, is that live now? I wasn't sure. I, I didn't. Maybe I have to create. I'm I not 100% sure. Yeah. I think it might still be rolling out. I think 
think it's still rolling out. Um, and I should have mentioned with the practice management, you can use that on your mobile phones too, which is pretty exciting because there hasn't been a lot of QBOA stuff that you could do on the go. Um, but that is one thing you will be able to do. So to do that, do you sign into QBOA just in a browser? Um, or, or, you know, because I, I go into QBO on the mobile app, but I don't see any options for the QBOA. So are you, are you using the mobile app for work, or is it a, a, like Chrome on the phone? You know what? I wish I knew the answer with confidence for that because I've just seen screenshots of it. I haven't actually signed in okay. myself, but I'm, I'm hoping that it's through the app, but that's a good question. Maybe we'll have to yeah, have I'll test that out. read about that or something once we figure it out. <laughs> Oh, totally. Yeah, we can test those out more than mobile because mobile's getting more and more. I think it's pretty exciting. So, um, oh, payroll. What's the thing with payroll? There's something cool there? Yeah. So, payroll. Um, in the past, with QuickBooks Online Payroll, um, you weren't able to create checks out of chronological order um, or create them for previous quarters. And now you can do that. that. So, um if you're running payroll or if you're voiding a check, you've got that option, you know, to create the paycheck out paycheck out of order without having to call in. Or if, you know, you realize that there's something missing from a previous quarter. Now, it will um, have some things that automatically happen when you do that. So if you create a check in a previous quarter, it's going to recalculate. Uh, it'll show if there's, you know, amounts that are um, owed to employees to be paid on the next check amounts due from employees, um, you know, that are going to impact tax payments, all of that. So it kind of guides you through what, what's what if you make those types of, um, those types of checks. Uh, something to keep in mind with that, though, is you, you can't void and create out-of-order fringe benefit checks if you're trying to put in a check for, oh. um, you know, com company car use or something like that. Uh, you still might need to work with the support or... Um, you know, kind of create those <laughs> when they're needed. Keep could the uh, could this enhancement, the out of order check thing, could that be a workaround for like liability adjustments, or do you still suggest calling support for that? I, I guess it depends mm -hmm. on why you need the liability adjustment, and if it, if it is because the payroll is wrong, then yeah, this would absolutely help you because you can. So in the I don't know, last year or so, I can't remember exactly when we rolled it out, we made it so that you could void and delete paychecks in QuickBooks Online Payroll, which you weren't always able to do. You could, um, you know, delete the most recent one. But if you've already processed, like, direct deposit, it really wasn't a lot of options without calling support and having them do adjustments. Uh, so we rolled out that option of, like, you know, deleting um, or voiding paychecks out, and it would kind of guide you through whatever needed to happen next if you did that. Uh, but this was something that still was a problem, right? Because it was still like, okay, we deleted a check or voided a check, but now we need to recreate it with the right amounts, and you weren't able to really do that out of order. Um, so now you can. So just, you know, one more thing that you don't have to call support about if you run into the issue. But, yeah, if you've got yeah. something that's, like, where you paid through the state website and it was a different amount than one showed in QuickBooks Online Payroll, then, you know, you might still run into 
things where you need support help, but um, you know, we're we're getting there with making it so that especially accountants have you know, more flexibility in what they can fix when things go wrong. <laughs> no, that's cool. So thanks for that. And I think there's something else with if you have a T sheet connected to a QBO file, there's something new that's recently been added yeah. to the plus sign, right? Yes. So now if you're using um, T-Sheets, you can approve time right within QuickBooks Online. So it's, um, you know, your full T-Sheets account, when you connect it up to QBO, it's, it's still like a sync between T-Sheets and QuickBooks Online, but the difference is now you've got some embedded functionality right within QBO that's pulling from T-Sheets. So if you're using T-Sheets and you have employees, um, you know, clocking in and clocking out, um, you know, T-Sheets has a, a lot of robust capabilities with that, especially if you're wanting to um, do things like vacation time, overtime, it's, it's huge with this, right? So the T-Sheets information comes over into the timesheets the same way it always has if you were using T-Sheets, but you actually have that visibility within QuickBooks Online to view all the clock in and clock out, make any corrections that you need to, so if something you know, an employee forgot to clock out, you need to fix their hours for that day, you can do it within QBO and then approve the time. And then there are, um, once you've approved the time, there's two options to go run payroll or go pass that time through to invoices. And so when it comes into payroll, um, back in the, the earlier days, I guess, of, of the T-sheets and QBO functionality, um, it would pop all the T-sheets information in and it's just regular hours. And if you had overtime and PTO and those types of things, you would have to break it out. Now it puts everything in the right spot. Running payroll is a, a breeze because all that payroll information just populates and you're able to just review it and accept it. Um, so a lot of people would say, you know, oh, I really like the idea of T-sheets, but I would hate to have to have my payroll person, you know, go all the way into T-Sheets and do all the approval stuff in there and then come into QuickBooks Online. So this kind of brings it all into one spot. Um, and, you know, they've got all their great GPS-enabled uh, functionality, so you can even see the details of that inside of QBO a little bit. So it's pretty pretty awesome. Nice. Now, there's a couple of little things, uh, but before that, in one of my files, I think it's Planet Pet Boss supply company or whatever it's called that we'll use from time to time. Um, I see when I go to either vendors or the expense transaction window and accountant settings window and the gear icon, bill pay. It just says bill pay and then the other two lists have a, this tab that says pay bills online. So like vendor ACH. Now, I don't know if that's a full rollout, but I think we're phasing that out. But that literally is bill pay, correct? Yes. So that is bill pay for QuickBooks Online, which is powered by Bill.com. So a little bit different than the T-Sheets thing. So you may, if you're somebody who follows all this stuff, you probably heard about the T-Sheets and Bill.com back in like the QuickBooks Connect timeframe. There was a big announcement on that. So um, the T-Sheets is kind of, you know, you have a T-Sheet account and you're accessing pieces of the functionality right within QBO. Um, with Bill Pay for QuickBooks Online, it's powered by Bill.com, but it is its own kind of add-on product within QuickBooks Online. Um, but it gives you that option to pay vendors by ACH, 
right within QBO. Uh, so my kind of what I would say to your listeners, because I know most of them are probably accountants, if you're already using Bill.com for clients and you're managing everything in the Bill.com portal, that's awesome. There's no need to kind of sign them up for this new thing because um, you can only have one or the other connected with QBO. So you can either use the full version of, of Bill.com or you can use this Bill Pay for QBO that's powered by Bill.com. So, you know, don't don't think that you have to go and, and do something if you've got clients that already have it. But if um, somebody isn't using Bill.com and they're interested in paying vendors by ACH, this is a kind of a, you know, a version of Bill.com, if you will. It's uh, got simpler functionality. So Bill.com has all the bells and whistles, uh, and they've got different tiers of service and whatnot. But this is kind of that, that really straightforward sort of single-user um, version to try out and be able to make those ACH payments right within QBO. Yeah, it's really cool. No, I think it's like uh, 149 when you're printing checks, so per check, and then 49 cents for the ACH per transaction. Yeah, and I think it's like a ten dollar. a month. Yeah. Okay. Which is you know less expensive than the full mm-hmm. version of Bill.com. No, that's cool. So that's a good one. I just want to make sure I didn't sneak under there because I think it's it's sneaking into the into the QBO clusters without a whole lot of fanfare. So I just think that's interesting uh, because that's one of the most requested things I hear about is, you know, the, the QB payments with the customer ACH is great, but we really need the vendor ACH. So, um, All right, so a couple more things, and then we'll, we'll tie it off unless Valerie has something else she wants to talk about. There's a couple of new things, like, the, a new report filter. Do you know what, what it is? Yeah, the new report filter is to view. Um, hopefully, I'm not going to mess this up. It's uh, year to date as of the end of last month, right? Did I say that right? Nice. This year to last month. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just a nice filter that you can run reports on without having to create your custom date range. Um, so little thing, but, you know, constantly working to, to put in some extra report um, options, I guess, just to customize. Yeah, and it was um, a report filter they added to desktop a couple of years ago, and people really liked it. Because the theory is a client's books is probably okay through the end of last month, but not the current month. So. They probably haven't entered everything. There's a bunch of stuff in the full review tab still, et cetera. So, you know, running the report as of last month, you get a better idea of the health of the business versus this year to date. Yeah, no, definitely. You're totally right, especially if you haven't gone through and um, accepted things in from the bank feed yet. You know, maybe you've done that up till April, uh, end of April, but not end of (laughs) May or May 18th or whatever. So. Right. And finally, on the customer and vendor list, I guess, or when you drill into a customer and vendor, we put the debit and credit, no, the totals at the bottom. I think the totals at the bottom of the list. Right. So now, um, (laughs) yeah, that customer and vendor list has a bit more of like a a kind of report-like feel, I guess. Um, So you can scroll all the way down to the bottom and see 
the balance total and then the, the full total all together, um, which I think is pretty cool. You don't have to go and run a report. You can see it right when you're in that page. Yeah, totally. Well, thanks, Valley. I really appreciate that. You know, running through this list, we keep we kept putting off the this release, you know, and, until we, we we were we knew it was in there. And uh, thanks for uh, the deep dive on the practice management too. I think it, it gives a different perspective than what the marketing manager would have said, of course, you know, because we've been really using it um, like on a daily basis. So, any other thoughts you had for the audience? <clears throat> No, I, I just want to say, you know, there's a lot of um, exciting stuff on the horizon. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, we kind of put a, a hold on some of the stuff until after tax season. We don't want to mix people up too much if we're adding adding things here and there that, you know, we want you guys to look great in front of your um, clients. So we don't want your clients to tell you something's there and you had no idea because you've been buried under tax stuff. Um, but one of the things that um, not everybody knows, I've been talking about this recently and they haven't noticed, um, when you're in QuickBooks Online and you click your question mark in the corner, not only do yeah. you get your um, you know, ProAdvisor call in and the option to chat from there, but now we've actually put a link to learn more about product updates. So there's a, a link to see the different articles that we put on the Firm of the Future website with product updates. Um, so definitely check that out, you know, try maybe once a month, typically towards the oh, end of wow. month that gets updated so you can see the new stuff that's going on and some highlights of it. It is brilliant. So great way to stay kind of in the know. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. I didn't even know about that. That is great. So that's brilliant. Oh. Well, cool. I hope this. No, I've been uh, pointing that out to people. Is, um, and nice little, little spot to go yeah. to. Cool. I'll remember that. Well, I hope this is <clears throat> helpful. Um, you'll hear Valerie's voice a lot. You got to check out our videos on our product video site, quickbooksproductvideos.homestead.com. And uh, she's done a lot of the videos on there now. So you, you hear that. Thanks, Valerie, for taking the time out of your afternoon. And I know it's like 4.30 where you are. So I'll let you go. And um, we'll look forward uh, to Stacy next week on the show. She's flying. She's in an airplane right now. So, Valerie, thanks again. Yeah, thank you for having me, and I hope you feel better, Woody. Take care. All right, you got it. I will right, we'll see everybody.